Contact Apollo today for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. Apollo was rated number one again last year and has been delivering the best customer service in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Visit callapollo.com and schedule your appointment today. Suzanne has a huge issue to deal with and needs your help. Go ahead, Suzanne. What's going on? I got the dreaded call that I knew was coming, you know, ever since I found out that my brother was going to prison for this stupid white collar crime. Whoa, what a story. Your brother's going to prison. I don't think we've ever had that before. (laughs) No. Yeah. So his wife, she's no longer with us. So he's been raising his two kids as a single dad for several years. And... He's a complete idiot. And so now that he got busted um, and he's going to jail, I got the call. To take the kids. Exactly. To take the kids. Oh, I knew it. What a horrible thing to put on somebody. I will never understand why people with kids will try to just kind of shove the kids onto the child list. Mm Mm-hmm. I chose not to have kids. Like it wasn't something I was trying to do and just, you know, couldn't happen. Like it was an intentional choice. Yeah. You know, I understand how expensive they are and how demanding they can be on their schedule. And I'm outright saying this, like I'm a very selfish person. I enjoy my life and I want it to be the way that it is. That's fair. I just don't know what to do. And I sat down and I said, well, you know, what about their grandparents on your wife's side? And he's like, well, they live in Florida. They live in a retirement community. The kids couldn't live with them. He doesn't want to uproot them in the middle of the school year. It was this whole thing. Well, what about your parents? I mean, hello, it's their son, their grandkids. Exactly. Same thing. They're in Arizona. And then he turns it around of like, well, would you want to subject him to our upbringing, which in and of itself was a little traumatic, you know, our childhood. So I get it. I understand, of course. I'm like, I, you know, don't want to do that. But I'm just not at a place where I really feel like I want to be taking on a 13 and 15 year old. And he's just like, it's only three years. Oh, Oh, through the teen years. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to, you know, do my best to get out for good behavior. And this is like a huge favor. And I'm like, okay, a favor would be picking somebody up at the airport (laughs) at like midnight. This is not a favor. And then I'm like starting to kind of spiral of like, well, what happens when you get out? Who's going to hire you? Where are you going to live? What are you going to do for work? Like, what's the plan? So this isn't just I'm taking on your kids through informative teen years. Like the 15 year old is going to start to have like college plans. Am I going to be helping him through that? But then my brother, I'm like, so when you get out, is the plan like you're going to come live with me? Am I then taking you into my home after you get out until you get on your feet? So now I'm going to have another person in my home. It's a lot. I like my life. I like my freedom, but I feel like he's guilting me into this. And this is really my problem on my responsibility. I just don't know what to do. Molly, you're in Stillwater. You have a close friend who took in a 14 year old cousin. Yes. Um, uh, shortly after we graduated from college ourselves, when I think we were around 24, 25, um, my very close personal friend took in uh, her 14-year-old cousin when his mother just wasn't going to be care for him at, anymore at this point. Um, and she just bridged him to college. And this person went to college and went on to be independent and have a successful life himself. And instead of looking at it as, why do I have to do it? Look at what are the other options for the kids that just need 
They need an adult to get them to adulthood themselves. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying uh, take the kids in. All right. Um, Let's talk to somebody who's actually been to prison. And that's Adam from Minneapolis. Hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. So you feel like this guy's going to be out sooner. Why is that? My experience, so, so first is it's, he's going to prison. He's not going to jail. A federal crime, white-collar crime. Uh, oh. So he'll be going to a federal prison. Uh, and, and there are programs that assist uh, inmates in, in, in these nonviolent crimes to get through their sentence faster because they're really not a risk to society. So there's a program called the RDAP program, which stands for Residential Drug Abuse Program. That is basically anyone could get into it. It's a nine-month program. Once you complete that, you get one year knocked off your sentence. Um, and then they'll sentence him, to, they'll give him a lot of halfway house time to at least nine months to a year's max. Uh, so he, he's probably looking at one year. I don't think she has as heavy of a haul as she thinks she may have as far as taking care of the kids that, uh, that are grown. They're, they're not in diapers anymore, you know? So yeah. I would, I would say go for it and take care of the kids. Take care of the kids. Now, when you went to uh, jail or prison, how long were you sentenced? I was sentenced for four years. I did the RDAP program because I also had like a white collar thing. And well, actually, it was political. <laughs> but uh, I I did uh, two out of the four, and and I had a one year halfway house time, and I got the one year for the RDAP program off. So interesting. I was out before before I really thought I, I would be. Yeah. Did you have kids? Do you have kids? Yeah, yeah, four. Who watched your kids? Well, I had an ex-wife um, that watched two of uh, my kids, and then my current wife uh, watched our other kids. They, my ex-wife lived with with um by herself in florida she she was she was a lawyer she was successful so she's was fine and my current wife moved in with her family for two years so it was her parents really you know sheltering um, my other two children stepped up in a big way but great insight from someone who's been there done that thank you adam appreciate you being honest to, to call in uh tyler is in howard lake your vote on love melissa Hi, uh, yeah, I just, I'm hoping that she would take the kids in. I just, I've been there too. I went to prison myself. Luckily, my wife had my son, so they didn't have to go through that, but it's a crucial age for those guys. And, you know, like they could probably go get a job at this point and help, you know, and right now is not the time to get them involved in some sort of court system or foster care or, you know, whatever. So I'm just hoping she could find it in her heart to take those guys in and, yeah. Oh. I never in my life thought we'd get back-to-back calls from people who are like, yeah, I've been to prison, and you really got to help out. <laughs> yeah. yeah neither. And it's hard on everybody. Yeah. Oh, but hopefully, oh. hopefully. How long were you in the clink? <laughs> I, was, I was sentenced to two years, and it was probably like 16 months, I think. it's You do two-thirds of your time, and I've been out now and out of trouble going on 10 years. Good for you. Oh, That's great. Once you go, you're probably, well, for most people, once you go, you're probably like, I'm never going back. Never again. Do you still have nightmares of being Um, in prison? Honestly, it's not as bad as people make it seem. It's more or less the being away from the people you care about and not being able to advance in your life and kind of everything's at a standstill, you know? So, yeah. Oh, fascinating. We could talk to you all morning. Thank you for calling in Tyler. Appreciate it. So it's clear you, you got to take these kids, Suzanne. It's maybe going to be a year at most. Yeah. Yeah. From what we're hearing. I think this could be a blessing in disguise. Yeah.